This is Sam, and you're listening to the Pub Trivia Group Podcast. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Everyone, welcome back to the Pub Trivia Group podcast. This is Sam. We got a fun episode for you. I got four rounds for you today, up from the normal three. Anyway, these four rounds, they were four of the six that we played last Friday, November 17th on YouTube. Of course, I host these YouTube games once a month. The next one is an especially fun one. It is Friday, December 22nd at 8 p.m. Central. I call it the third annual semi-festive pub trivia. Kind of festive, kind of not, but it is a good time. It's like partially holiday themed, but not totally. If you're interested, just check it out. Join the Facebook group all linked in the show notes or reach out to me on email or Twitter or something. I'll tell you all about it. Anyway, I got a couple of contestants that are going to play tonight. They're actually from my other podcast, my Minnesota United FC soccer focused podcast. They are Justin and James. Justin, James, how the heck are you guys? Hey, uh, yeah, Justin from Minneapolis here. Uh, I'm always semi-festive, so I'm ready for, ready for the trivia tonight and and the Christmas episode. Yeah. Be good times. James from Europe. Uh, so festive, we put our Christmas tree up three weeks ago. I'm ready. <laughs> well, this episode's going to have a Thanksgiving round, so don't get too far ahead of yourself. We're not very festive today, or at least not that kind of festive. Is there a time for a nap, though? Because Thanksgiving always makes me a little sleepy. So do we have time for a nap, Sam? I would hope so. I would hope so. I mean, anyone... Anyone at home listening, I mean, that's the beauty of podcasts is you can just press pause, right? So I got four rounds for you today. I got short answer themes. I have the song chain. I got Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. And I have acrostics. Now, before we get going, because this was a live game, I want to give a quick shout out to those of you who played live with me on YouTube. It was a big game. I had 17 teams playing. We had, so shout out, Eight Hands, The Jolly Texans, Team Bacon and Megs, The Newlyweds, Dork Nados, Question, Which Beer is Best, Team Quiz Pro Clarice, Incredible Thoughts, that's actually Doomsday Jeremy's team. He sometimes will appear on Pot on Your Loons. We had Miss Kelly's Aggravated AI. We had Marie's Big Fork and Spoon, The Insufferable Know-It-Alls, Team Paddywhack, Cape Crusaders, Eat a Brog, Simply the Best, Our Drinking Team Has a Quiz Problem, and Definitely Not ChatGPT. That was 17 unique teams from all over the country. Some of them I know in real life, most of them I do not, or at least not prior to playing the pub trivia group with them. So those 17 teams, thank you so much for joining us. And Justin and James, let's see how you measure up to them. Yeah, these are great names. High yeah. quality names I, for I love teams. I love these. Bacon and Megs brilliant yep i don't know what a, a brog is though i haven't asked what that man means yeah james i i did see a trivia team name the other day that reminded me of you you being from 
or you spent a good deal of your life in Australia. You came of age in Australia around the time that Savage Garden was huge, and you're a big Savage Garden fan. I saw a team named Savage Garden Gnomes. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. What a great name. I want to steal that one. Maybe a future fantasy football team or something like that. Yeah. Anyway, those were our teams. Let's get going. Let's play round number one, short answer themes. So this round has 10 short answer items, each item relating to a common theme. For today's theme, all of these items, their name will reference at least one saint. Right, so a lot of things in this country, in this world, named after saints. So think of what those will be. All of these 10 items have to do, or at least their name has to do, with one or more saints. All right, item number one. This 1985 film shares its name with an atmospheric phenomenon described by Britannica as, quote, luminosity accompanying brush-like discharges of atmospheric electricity that sometimes appears as a faint light on the extremities of pointed objects. Item number two, home to Tropicana Field and the Salvador Dali Museum. This city experienced a world record 768 consecutive days of sunshine in the late 1960s. Item three, while a 2004 film might have suggested people agree to disagree regarding the city's history and etymology, it was historically home to the Cumier and in 1542 was claimed by Spain and named for a monk. Item four, founded along the Atlantic coast in 1565, This is the oldest continuously inhabited settlement established by Europeans in the continental United States. Item 5. This is the tallest building in the world's smallest fully independent country. Item 6. This team has been coached by Greg Popovich since 1996. Item seven, for Napoleon's second exile, he was sent to live out his remaining years on this remote island. Item eight, located in Washington, 57 people died when this volcano erupted in 1980. Item nine, this saint was born in the Roman Empire in the year 226, and is primarily known for a popular holiday. Also, he is the patron saint of beekeepers and epileptics. And item number 10. Coached by Dennis Allen, this team was founded in 1966 and holds one title. All right, for those of you listening at home, pause now if you need more time. We'll go over those again, but then we'll see if Justin and James have the answers, and I will reveal the answers. Item number one. This 1985 film shares its name with an atmospheric phenomenon described by Britannica as, quote, 
luminosity accompanying brush-like discharges of atmospheric electricity that sometimes appears as a faint light on the extremities of pointed objects. The glazed over look on James's face says he has no idea. But I think this is my mom's favorite movie. That's why I know the name. Is it St. Elmo's Fire? That is correct. Well done, St. Elmo's Fire. Item number two. Home to Tropicana Field and the Salvador Dali Museum, the city experienced a world record 768 consecutive days of sunshine in the late 1960s. Any idea, James? I mean, there's not many St. Is it St. Louis? It's not. Uh, it's St. Petersburg. That is correct. St. Petersburg, Florida. Tampa, well done. Tampa, St. Pete. I was going to say St. Pete, but they, it is actually St. Petersburg. Saint, wait, Florida has a St. Petersburg? Yep. Okay. <laughs> All right. Number three. While a 2004 film might have suggested people agree to disagree regarding this city's history and etymology, it was historically home to the Cumier and in 1542 was claimed by Spain and named for a monk. Sam, you're wrong. I mean, I hate to I hate to come on your podcast and correct you, but it definitely, I mean, the translations were lost long ago, Sam, but it's <laughs> roughly translated to a whale's vagina. That's what it means. San Diego. Discovered by the Germans, right? Yes. <laughs> in, in like 190-something. <laughs> I was just in San Diego, and I, I I tried not to say the translation a lot, but I just kept saying St. Diego or San Diego <laughs> everywhere I went. It was great. But yes, number three is San Diego, California. That obviously being a reference to Anchorman. All right, number four, founded along the Atlantic coast in 1565. This is the oldest continuously inhabited settlement established by Europeans in the continental United States. You got something for me? No. I got I got nothing for you. Whatever. I don't know. I, I, we don't have the answer. I, Saint, I don't know what this is. St. Thomas. St. Thomas. So the correct answer, St. Augustine, Florida. Mm. Which well, actually, Florida has a lot of saint in there. At least two. At least two. All right. Number five. This is the tallest building in the world's smallest fully independent country. I think this is, is it uh, the St. Peter's Basilica? Yeah, that is correct. Well done. St. Peter's Basilica in Vatican City. Vatican well City. Done. Way to go, James. Woo. Europe. <laughs> I was going to say St. Burj Khalifa, but I don't think that's Khalifa. All right, number six. This team has been coached by Greg Popovich since 1996. Oh, I oh, I got you, Sam. Uh, they are the San Antonio Spurs. San Antonio, Saint Antonio. Well, yeah, we. I mean, we already had San Diego as well. So I, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, we can go Spanish saints as well, right? All right, number seven for Napoleon's second exile. He was sent to live out his remaining years on this remote island. This would be St. Helena? Helena? Yeah. There you have it. There you go, James. Europe, again. <laughs> I guess I always just read it out of the textbook as St. Helena, but maybe it's Helena. 
I don't know. I think I think it's Helena. Yeah. Yeah, yeah St. Helena, which is this tiny island in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. All right, number eight. Located in Washington, 57 people died when this volcano erupted in 1980. Mount St. Helens. Well done, Mount St. Helens. Nice. All right, number nine. This saint was born in the Roman Empire in 226 and is primarily known for a popular holiday. Also, he is the patron saint of beekeepers and epileptics, which is kind of cool. Is this St. Patrick? I'm having a... I thought he's this... Isn't he like snakes and stuff? No, maybe I'm wrong. No, I thought he got the snakes out of Ireland. That's, That's what, what it was. That's, That's what he did. Yeah. Either that or St. Christopher... Or St. Nicholas? St. Nicholas. That's Santa Claus, right? Yeah. Because what other popular holidays are there? There's... It's Patrick or Nicholas. Those are the two. <laughs> yeah, right? Like... Dang Saint... it. Yeah. I feel like... Go with the or, first. Or St. Isn't Valentine? Is that St. Valentine as well? Or no? There's a St. Valentine's Day Massacre. I remember that being a historical thing. Uh, Dave, I think we made it harder on ourselves. We should just go with your the first one you said. I'd yeah, St. Patrick's Patrick. Day. Sorry, St. Patrick. It was St. Valentine. Oh, oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, damn. But in the live game, those were the three guesses that people laid out there. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the only three holidays that have a saint attached to them. I think. It, yeah, I mean, right, in your country, there's a St. George's Day. Um, yeah, but, like, yeah, slew a dragon, though, so it wasn't exactly sure. <laughs> quite on the same level as a beekeeper. All right, number 10. Coached by Dennis Allen, this team was founded in 1966 and holds one title. So, James, this is a football team. I'll let you answer it. Uh, holds one title. Well, it's only the St. Louis Rams, right? Or no, what are they now? They're the, the... No, never mind, never mind. You're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. <laughs> uh, New Orleans Saints, please. That is correct. Uh, New Orleans yeah, Saints. Right. All right, so in round <laughs> one, you got... There's still the St. Louis Rams, Jeez, It's a bit old, but LA now. In round one, you got eight points, mostly from Justin, but well done. Well done. All right, so James that was... a couple of European things in there. That was round number one, short answer themes. Coming up, we got round number two, the song Chain. All right, round number two, the song Chain. This round contains lyrics from 10 songs, which partially share their name with the songs immediately preceding and or immediately following. Hence, the chain. I will read you the lyrics. You tell me the song which that lyric is from. Bonus kudos if you also know the artist. All right, song number one. But one of these things is not like the others, like a rainbow with all of the colors. Song number two. I'm interesting. The best thing since wrestling, infesting in your kids' ears and nesting. Song number three, slight of hand and twist of fate, on a bed of nails, she makes me wait, and I'll wait without you. 
Song number four. Let him wonder how we got this far. Because I don't really need to wonder at all. Song number five. Looks like we made it. Look how far we've come, my baby. Song number six. I'm six feet from the edge, and I'm thinking maybe six feet ain't so far down. Song number seven. I lifted her head. She looked at me and said, Hold me, darling, just a little while. Song number eight. Now's your moment. Floating in a blue lagoon. Boy, you better do it soon. Song number nine. Some boys take a beautiful girl and hide her away from the rest of the world. And song number 10. Well, the girls can't stand her. Because she walks, looks, and drives like an ace now. All right, we went over each of those once. Those of you listening at home, pause now if you need more time. We're going to see how Justin and James do, and then I'm going to reveal the answers. All right, let's go over these. Let's see how they do. Judging by their faces, I'm a little bit concerned for them. But that's all right. <laughs> Song number one. But one of these things is not like the others, like a rainbow with all of the colors. Okay. I know that they do not know this one. I also think that they probably should, considering one of these people is lucky enough to be heading to this person's concert pretty soon. This song、Ooh. is called Me by Taylor Swift. It's the one that features the dude from Panic at the Disco. Ah, nice.、Uh, you know, oh, I wouldn't have guessed that ever. Oh,、so. that's, yeah. Now, <laughs> now I can see the music video as well. All right. Song number two I'm interesting. The best thing since wrestling, infesting in your kids' ears and nesting. All right, Justin, what is it?、Uh, Without Me by Eminem. That is correct. So, without me connecting with me. All right, song number three. Slight of hand and twist of fate. On a bed of nails, she makes me wait. And I'll wait without you. Oh, is it? Oh, with or without you? Yeah. That, yeah. That yeah. Would be correct. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Everybody got, was that the album that everybody got on their, their iPods or was that a different U2 album? That was not that U2 album. That was a much more forgettable U2 album. So, anyway, that was With or Without You by U2, With or Without You Connecting with Without Me. All right, song number four. Let them wonder how we got this far because I don't really need to wonder at all. Oh, Paramore. After all this time, what's, what the, what's, the, what's the. I'm into you. I'm into you.、Right? You're very、yes. close. It's called Still Into You, but、Still、I would 
I would have given you that one. You're close enough, and I'm a lenient enough grader. I would have counted it. That is still into you by Paramore. Still Thanks, into Mr. you Sam. connecting with with or without you. All right, number so, five. So, so fun fact, by the way, uh, Paramore are going to be opening for Taylor Swift yeah, when great. I go and see her. Ooh. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah. All right, number five. Looks like we made it. Look how far we've come, my baby. It's still the one, right? Yep. Still the one. Oh, nice. You're still the one. By Shania Twain. By Shania Twain. So you're still the one connecting with still into you. All right. Number six. I'm six feet from the edge and I'm thinking maybe six feet ain't so far down. That'll be something to do with one. <laughs> I guess. Hold it now. I'm six feet from the edge and I'm thinking. It's Creed. What do you think it is? Do you have a name, James? <laughs> you're the Creed, you're the Creed master in here. I don't know the names of these songs because I just would listen to the CD on repeat, right? So I don't know. Oh yeah. Uh the one. So that one is not correct. It is called One Last Breath. <laughs> Uh, one last breath connecting with you're still the one. All right, number seven. I lifted her head. She looked at me and said, Hold me, darling, just a little while. And the last one was one last breath, you said? Yeah. Oh, man. Dang it. Uh, do, you, do you know who the artist is? I yeah. So it's 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 Pearl Jam did the remake in the nineties, two thousands, and then before that it was Buddy Holly, I think. The last, uh, so the last kiss. Again, you're close enough that I would count it as a more lenient grader. <laughs> Our last kiss. Yeah, that's what it is. It was Pearl Jam had the biggest version of it. Um, I don't think it was Buddy Holly that they were covering. I think it was someone else that I didn't recognize their name. But Our Last Kiss connecting with One Last Breath. All right, number eight. Now's your moment floating in a blue lagoon. Boy, you better do it soon. Oh, is this Kiss the Girl? It is Kiss the Girl from The Little Mermaid. Kiss the Girl connecting with our <laughs> la, last la, 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 Don't be shy, you've got to kiss the girl. <laughs> All right, number you nine. action remake. <laughs> number nine. Some boys take a beautiful girl and hide her away from the rest of the world. Um... The girl all the bad guys want? Maybe. That's incorrect. Dang. So, no guesses. I'm going to give away the answer. Girlfriend. All right. So, some boys take a beautiful girl and hide her away from the rest of the world. I want to be the one to walk in the sun. Oh, girls, they want to have fun. Oh. Girls just want to have fun. So, (laughs) girls just want to have fun by Cindy Lauper connecting with Kiss the Girl. Thank you for holding our hand through this, Sam, because (laughs) we need it. I mean, you've only gotten two wrong so far. All right, number 10. 
Well, the girls can't stand her because she walks, looks, and drives like an ace now. A lot this of people a, got this, this wrong. This is a Beach Boys song. Well, the girls can't stand her because she walks, looks, and drives like an ace now. Fighting with fun? Or oh, wanna, oh. wanna have fun, fun, fun till daddy took the T-bird away. That one? I don't know yes, what is that called? <laughs> fun, fun, fun. It's called fun, fun, fun. Yeah, that was fun, fun, fun. Yeah. Beach Boys. Connecting nice. with girls. Just want to have fun. So on a round that you guys weren't very competent in, you got eight right. So that was round number two, the song Chain. Coming up, round number three, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. All right, round number three, Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. So this next round has clues related to the 10 or actually 11 characters which have made the most appearances in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade as of 2022. I will have the clues related to each one. You have to tell me which character I am talking about. All right, item number one. Arguably considered more famous than the comic strip's main character, this character's image has often been used in aviation and space. Item number two. A nonprofit organization founded in 1974 was named after this character. Based in Illinois, today the organization operates in 64 different countries, providing support related to health care and welfare. Item number three. This duel stars in a show so popular that even its supporting characters received Hollywood spinoffs. Examples include 1999's Dudley Do-Right and 2014's Mr. Peabody and Sherman. Item number four. First introduced in 1955, this character has appeared as Bob Cratchit in A Christmas Carol, Captain Abraham Smollett in Treasure Island, and the Scarecrow in The Wizard of Oz. Item number five. This character made its debut to the world in 1996 as number 25 of 151. Item number six. This petroleum mascot originated in 1933 after the company sponsored a dinosaur exhibit at the World's Fair in Chicago. I will note just a simple description for this one is fine. You don't have to think of what their name is. Item number seven. In Wake County, North Carolina, 94 people voted for this character during the 2020 presidential election. This was 26 less votes than Jesus and 86 more votes than Santa Claus. Item number eight. First appearing in 1944, this character is the focus of the longest running public service announcement campaign in the history of the United States. Item nine. 
This eight foot, two inch tall character is best friends with something that resembles a woolly mammoth. Item number 10. In 2018, this superhero was voiced by Shamik Moore, Jake Johnson, Nicolas Cage, Chris Pine, and maybe even more, I don't know, all in the same film. And also number 10, this character tries to live a lazy life in the home of a human named John Arbuckle. All right, listeners. I feel, I feel a lot better about this round. <laughs> listeners, pause now. If you want time to think, otherwise we'll go over those again. And then we'll give Justin and James a t- chance to weigh in. I'll reveal the answers, all that good stuff. All right, item number one. Arguably considered more famous than the comic strip's main character, this character's image has often been used in aviation and in space. Is this Snoopy? That's what I was going to say, Snoopy. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's Snoopy. Snoopy is correct. Are these in like in numerical order? Like is Snoopy number one then? Snoopy is number one. Awesome. Wow. Nice. All right, number two. A nonprofit organization founded in 1974 was named after this character. Based in Illinois, today the organization operates in 64 different countries, providing support related to health care and welfare. Oh, wait, hold on. Oh, wait. Is this the Ronald McDonald House? No? Justin? Uh, that, that sounds great. That sounds like a great answer. Is that because you have also no idea? <laughs> I mean, I was going to say something else, but when you said that, it was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. So, And that is a correct answer, so I'm not yeah, going to let you guys talk job, yourself James. out of it. Nice. Yeah, Ronald yeah. McDonald is number two. All right, number three. I guess I should probably say how many appearances each of these have made. So Snoopy has made yeah. 42 appearances. Ronald McDonald is in second place with 29. All right, number three. This duo stars in a show so popular that even its supporting characters received Hollywood spinoffs. Examples include 1999's Dudley Do-Right and 2014's Mr. Peabody and Sherman. This is Rocky and Bullwinkle. That is correct. Rocky and Bullwinkle have made 26 appearances. All right, number four. First introduced in 1955, this character has appeared as Bob Cratchit in A Christmas Carol, Captain Abraham Smollett in Treasure Island, the Scarecrow in The Wizard of Oz. Made several other appearances too, but those are the three examples I'm giving you. I think this is, James, we're going to talk about this, so this is not our answer. I think this is Mickey Mouse because he played Bob Cratchit in the Christmas, like the Disney Christmas Carol, Uh, and he's super popular. I was thinking that I'm, that I'm nervous that that Mickey Mouse is also the one that was the president. <laughs> so <laughs> I was I was thinking like that it might be like Kermit or something. So Kermit, like as a like oh. a like as Muppet. I would have assumed the. I know Muppets did Treasure Island. I know Muppets did a Christmas Carol. And I know I just, he was he was Bob Cratchit in it. Then I. I think you might be right though. It might be Kermit. Because I just don't know if they did Wizard of Oz, but... All right, James, you got to pick the right one. Kermit. Kermit is correct. Yeah! Yes. Nice. 
All right, number five. This character made its debut to the world in 1996 as number 25 of 151. Pikachu! Pikachu! Pikachu is correct. Yeah. <laughs> number 25 of 151. Oh, by the way, Pikachu, 22 appearances. Kermit the Frog, 22 appearances. Rocky and Bullwinkle, 26. I, I need to be listing these off. All right. Number six. This petroleum mascot originated in 1933 after the company sponsored a dinosaur exhibit at the World's Fair in Chicago. Of course, a simple description would be fine for this one. You don't have to think of their name. I think it's the Sinclair dinosaur. That is correct. That's my guess. Yes. Yep. Thank you, St. Paul, for having a Sinclair station with a dinosaur in front of it so that I knew this reference. Thank you so much. All right, number seven. In Wake County, North Carolina, 94 people voted for this character during the 2020 presidential election. This was 26 less votes than Jesus and 86 more votes than Santa Claus. Who do we think it is? So I think it's Mickey Mouse, but it could be a lot of other things. But I think Mickey Mouse is iconic enough one that it needs to be Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse. Yeah, it is Mickey Mouse, nice. right? James, I don't know if people do this in Europe, but in the United States, if you don't like the candidates... People will write in maybe their wife's name or they'll write Donald in Mickey, Duck. Muck, Mickey Mouse, Donald Duck. Yeah. Yeah. I don't that's know if that's funny. a Europe thing. That, those were all the ones thing. in my yeah. head. We <laughs> usually just have a, a, we have like a list where we have people's names. So we don't have like an add your own option. That's because we live in a real democracy. All right. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Number sure. eight. You're telling yourself that. <laughs> number eight. First appearing in 1944, this character is the focus of the longest-running public service announcement campaign in the history of the United States. All right, so James, I know the answer to this. I think I do. Uh, so I'm going to give you his catchphrase, and I want to know if you know the answer. Only you can prevent forest fires, James. Is this uh no right like Yogi Bear? Is it? Is that it's is that Smokey one? Bear? Smokey, Smokey the bear. bear. Yeah, Smokey Bear. Okay. Smokey the bear. Smokey the bear flying through. Yeah. I got a bear. <laughs> yes. Smokey Bear and Mickey Mouse each have 20 appearances. The Sinclair Dino with 21. All right. Number nine. This eight foot, two inch character is best friends with something that resembles a woolly mammoth. Oh, man. Is that like Snuffleupagus? Is it, uh, is it, uh, oh, it's Big um, Bird? It's Big Bird. Big Bird. Big Bird is correct. Yes. <laughs> All right. And there are two number 10s. So the first of the number 10. In 2018, this superhero is voiced by Shamik Moore, Jake Johnson, Nicolas Cage, Chris Pine, and maybe more. I don't know. All in the same film. Is this Spider-Man? Yeah. Yeah. I, I haven't seen the latest one, but... This was the animated one into the Spider-Verse where... You yep. had you had Miles Morales. You had like several versions of Peter Parker. You had like a Spider Pig. You had like that noir one. You had just yeah. so many different Spider Mans. Yeah. You had a girl Spider Man, Spider Gwen, I think was her name. Yeah. You had a lot of Spider Mans. I think there's one. even more in the second one. Probably. All right. And then number 10, the second number 10. This character tries to live a lazy life in the home of a human named John Arbuckle. So, fun James. fact, this character, uh, which is Garfield, yeah. uh, also has a real a live-action movie coming out. Yeah. Or what has I, a movie coming out. James, what is Garfield's favorite food? 
Lasagna. And what does he hate more than anything? Dog? I don't no. know. <laughs> Mondays. 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 Ah, yep. uh, yeah. <laughs> Loves a on that one. Hates Mondays. I can't remember what the dog's called, but sorry, dog. So Spider-Man and Garfield have each made 18 appearances. Big Bird had made 19. Smokey the Bear and Mickey Mouse, 20. The Sinclair Dinosaur, 21. Pikachu, 22. Kermit the Frog, 22. Rocky and Bullwinkle, 26. Ronald McDonald, 29. And then Snoopy by Minnesota native Charles Schultz. Snoopy has made 42 appearances in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Anyway, that was round number three, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Coming up, we got one one more round for you, acrostics. All right, round number four, acrostics. This one, I get if you're driving, it might be a little bit difficult for you. But together, the first letter from each item spells out a 10-letter word. The clue for this 10-letter word, this is the surname for two brothers who were born in 1963 and 1965 in Kentucky and each became prominent country music artists. So, quick question. Did they become... Uh, like, were they a band together, or did they both have solo acts that became prominent? That's that's a good question, James. That is not clarified in that clue. So <laughs> perfect, thank you. But the first letter from each of these items will spell out their surname in a row, right? So, like in a row. Okay. Okay. Like good. an acrostic poem. I don't know what acrostic means, but thank you for explaining that to me. Yeah, neither. So thank you. (laughs) (laughs) An acrostic poem would be like if I made an acrostic poem of the word trivia. It could be like, this really is very interesting awesomeness. Is that a real sentence, Sam? (laughs) It's a poem. So anyway, the acrostic will spell out the surname for these two brothers who were born in 1963 and 1965. They were born in Kentucky and became prominent country music artists. All right, number one, with roughly 130 million people, this is the 10th most populated country in the world. Item two, name the philosophy If you have two competing answers and attempting to explain a phenomenon, you should always prefer the simpler of the two. Item three. In 1532, this Italian author published a politically influential work titled The Prince. Item four. Located in the Italian region of Piedmont, this city hosted the 2006 Olympic Games. Item 5. Born in Scotland in 1966, this celebrity chef currently holds seven Michelin stars across his restaurants. Item 6. First published in 1937 and still listed by the American Library Association as one of the most challenged books of the 21st century. Themes of this literary work include the American dream, loneliness, discrimination, dreams, violence, and companionship. 
Item seven. Now a subsidiary of Amazon, this media company was founded in 1924 by combining three companies. Notable films include *The Wizard of Oz* and *Gone with the Wind*. Item number eight. This was founded in 1992 by 12 countries meeting to sign the Maastricht Treaty. Maastricht. James will know better than me on that pronunciation. All right, number nine. This psychological assessment involves presenting a series of ink blots. In item number ten, this baseball Hall of Famer was known for witty and often paradoxical quotes, such as "It ain't over till it's over," and it's like deja vu all over again. All right, item number one. With roughly 130 million people, this is the tenth most populated country in the world. 130 million people. Japan.、Uh, and Japan is my first answer. Yeah. So, right. This is an example of this is easier.、Uh, this is a not an easy clue if you don't know the acrostic. So it's it's Mexico. Mexico starting with an M. All right. Item number two. Name the following philosophy. If you have two competing answers in attempting to explain a phenomenon, you should always prefer the simpler of the two. Okay, so I know the name of the band or the two brothers. I figured that out now, James. So this is, starts with an O. Is it like onus? Onus? That's the word that comes in my head. The onus is on you to blah blah blah. That's that's the only thing that I can think of is the onus. All right, the answer, Occam's Razor. Ah, that one. Ah,、uh, I have heard、uh, of that. Occam's Razor, starting with an O. I briefly tried to start a band in high school called Occam's Razor. <laughs> Fun fact. <laughs> Didn't go anywhere. Love surprise, it. Surprise. All right, number three. In 1532, this Italian author published a politically influential work titled "The Prince." All right, so this name starts with an N, James. Yep. Good, good, good for them. <laughs> I have no、uh, idea. No idea. So again, I'm a little bit of a lenient grader. If people just put down the last name, which starts with an M. Right, it's his first name that starts with an N. The last name starts with an M. I would have counted it if you just said Machiavelli. Machiavelli, oh yeah. But it's Niccolo Machiavelli. So Niccolo Machiavelli starting with an N. So now we have M O N. All right, number four, located in the Italian region of Piedmont, this city hosted the 2006 Olympic Games. Torino. No, this is yeah, Turin. Yeah, Turin. Yeah, yeah. Turin or Torino as well because it was Winter Olympic Games. Yeah. Sneaky, 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 sneaky. So, M O N T. All right, number five. We got five. one, James. <laughs> number five. Born in Scotland in 1966, this celebrity chef currently holds seven Michelin stars across his restaurants. Gordon、so、Ramsay. Yeah, Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay is correct. Yeah. Yeah. So, M O N T G. All right, number six. 
first published in 1937 and still listed by the American Library Association as one of the most challenged books of the 21st century. Themes of this literary work include the American dream, loneliness, discrimination, dreams, violence, and companionship. This book would be Of Mice and Men. That is correct, Of Mice and Men by John Steinbeck. So M-O-N-T-G-O. All right, number seven, now a subsidiary of Amazon. This media company was founded in 1924 by combining three companies. Notable films include The Wizard of Oz and Gone with the Wind. MGM. Yeah, MGM. Well done, MGM. So now we're at M-O-N-T-G-O-M. Number eight. This was founded in 1992 by 12 countries meeting to sign the Maastricht Treaty. Starting with E. Yeah, the Maastricht. uh, the, The Maastricht Treaty is the EU Central Bank. I think you're being too specific, James. EU? Yeah, if you just said the European <laughs> Union, you'd be good. All right, that is the European <laughs> Union, M-O-N-T-G-O-M-E. All right, number nine, the psychological assessment involves presenting a series of ink blots. This is the, I'm pretty sure I might not get the name, but this is the Rorschach test, right? Mm, that is correct. That yeah. is good correct. job, James. Watchmen, good movie. Yep. Great movie. <laughs> Great TV show. And number 10, this baseball Hall of Famer was known for witty and often paradoxical quotes, such as, it ain't over till it's over, and it's like deja vu all over again. So this this was why I was able to find the answer of the name, James, because it's Yogi Berra. He played catcher for the Yankees. Okay. Yogi Berra. Yes, that is correct. The acrostic Montgomery referring to John Michael Montgomery as one of the country music artists. And then the other one, Eddie Montgomery, was in Montgomery Gentry, which was a band with another guy that wasn't his brother. I don't know a lot about country, but I threw that one in there for those of you who do know about country. You're welcome. All right. So that was round number four, acrostics. Everyone, that is my game for today. So how do, how do we finish for playing? Oh, did how did you finish? Yeah. So you guys, <laughs> it's tough because we had we had more rounds in the other one. Mm. What mm. I can what I can tell you, you did eight, eight, and eight, but then for round three you had eleven. So you had eight points for rounds one, two, and four. For round three you had eleven. Okay, so you you got just under nine points around a if I was to average those out. So you were at almost nine points around. So you would have gotten like fourth, fourth out of 17. So you did pretty good considering nice. most of these teams are quite a bit larger than just two people. And then you know, they have Thanksgiving trivia. That they hey, uh, hey, uh, hey, Justin, what are you uh, what are you doing on uh, Friday the the 22nd of December? <laughs> I think I'm going to be pretty, I'm going to be semi festive and do some trivia. <laughs> I, I, if you need a teammate, I will stay up and be semi festive with you. There you have it. All right. So everyone, uh, thank you for playing along with the game. Now, again, James and Justin, we have a soccer podcast. And on this soccer podcast, we like to just kind of have a little fun. We're going to just do a draft now. Um, If you want to stick around for the draft, 
listen to us talk about our favorite Thanksgiving dishes, uh, feel free. If if you don't want to, that that's fine. But we are done playing trivia now. So thank you so much for playing along with trivia. Um, yes, we are hosting semi-festive pub trivia Friday, December 22nd, live on YouTube. That'll be at 8 o'clock p.m. Central. And then I'll publish it as a podcast like immediately after. So it's it's there for you in your podcast feed whenever you're traveling for the holidays. Anyway, thank you so much for playing around, playing along with me. And thank you, Justin and James, for being the contestants on this podcast. But let's do a Thanksgiving draft. Again, this is a popular game that the three of us like to play on our podcast, on our soccer podcast. So it has nothing to do with trivia. So today, fantasy football style, we are going to draft our favorite Thanksgiving dishes. Now, we are going to do this in four rounds. So we will each draft four Thanksgiving dishes. There are no limits. Nothing is off limits. So if your family has some random dish that most people don't associate with Thanksgiving, say maybe your family does Thanksgiving pizza, uh, go ahead and pick it. Go ahead and pick it. But if you get too weird, people might not vote to say that you did the best. So Spotify listeners of the Pub Trivia Group podcast, feel free to vote in the poll who you believe had the best draft. And then Pod on You Loons listeners uh, will post a poll on Twitter. So you can weigh in on Twitter over who you think did the best between Justin, myself, and James. Uh, that is the order, by the way. It goes Justin, Sam, and James. So Justin, you get the first pick in the Thanksgiving dinner draft. Justin, what are you choosing with pick number one overall? You know, I did not anticipate getting pick number one. So I I was thinking <laughs> about some value, you know, at the end of the first or in the middle of the first. But I think I'm just going to go green bean casserole. Pick number one. Get it out the way. Okay. I see a lot of hate for green bean casserole online. And a lot of love, James. And a lot of love. And a lot of yeah. love. Yeah. Um, I can't not pick turkey, you know, like Thanksgiving is probably the only time of year I have a turkey, right? You kind of need an excuse to buy this big chunk of meat and spend just hours cooking it. So It'll probably I, I'm going to pick still. turkey. <laughs> well, yeah. So my mom doesn't ever make it dry. My mom is great at making the turkey. Maybe I need to specify it's my mom's turkey. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to pick turkey besides the best turkey nap after right the tryptophan as a middle school teacher or i don't teach middle school anymore but i have justin you don't teach middle school anymore but you have i kind of wish that we just had thanksgiving dinner every every lunchtime oh, i think yeah. that would fix middle school oh yeah i'm you know that's probably what was the downfall of of american education is that they got rid of turkey gravy day uh <laughs> just to mellow those kids out all right james what are you picking all right, I have back-to-back picks. So you get pick three and four. I have done Thanksgiving exactly one time in my life. Um, my first pick, pumpkin pie. Banger. Um, just real good. And my second pick, mac and cheese. Yeah, that's a good one. Nice, nice pick. Yeah. I know a lot of people go for mac and cheese, so... Yeah, it is... I had a trivia thing about this about a year ago where we went over the top five Thanksgiving dishes and 
Mac and cheese does crack the top five. It is much more popular in the South. Justin and I obviously living in the North. All right. Um, so here's another one where my mom just does such a good job with it. I'm going with stuffing. I'm yeah. going with stuffing. Classic. You got turkey know. and the stuffing. That's yeah. that's, a, that's a that's a handshake combo right there. Yeah, Boom. right. Lock it in. Yeah, I feel am I allowed good to about say, this. Am I allowed to say uh, dressing? Because there is there is some debate on what dressing and stuffing are, and that they are separate things. Sam, I feel like that's too close. I... <laughs> <laughs> as soon as he says stuffing, he's James, like, do you know do you know the difference between dressing and stuffing, James? Like a salad dressing. No, it's the same thing. It's just that the stuffing went into the bird and the yeah, dressing man. did not go into the bird. That, at least that's, yeah. that's that's what my grandma taught me. I, I don't think you can count that as something that's separate. I know. I was, it was a joke. It was a joke. I was hoping <laughs> that stuffing would fall to I, me. Of course you were. It's a great. It's, okay. it's great. Uh, I was ready to pick that with my, I was ready to pick that with pick number two. So, uh, so I'm going to do with pick number, my second pick, mashed potatoes and gravy, uh, because it's so good. Yeah. And then number three, I'm going to do uh, sweet potatoes. I did see sweet potato casserole come up quite a few times when I was uh, going through going through my research. Uh, a lot of casseroles, I'll be honest. <laughs> like, All right. Got, I, I am going to pick another American classic. And I'm going to go with the apple pie. Ooh. I, I nice. love the apple pie, you know, especially with some caramel on it. Ooh, that's some good stuff. So I have a very traditional American lineup so far. James, you get pick, you get pick nine and pick 10. So you get to make your third and fourth choice. So I'm thinking... Like, I probably have about three options here that I'm thinking, and I just don't know how popular one of them is. So uh, for my third pick, I'm going to go cranberry sauce. Ooh, that is a debated one, James. I love cranberry sauce, but this is great. I know people that don't. Oh, man, i got to round it out. Uh, I don't know if I'm just going to give Sam one by not picking it. I'm going to go uh, American pecan. Pecan pie. Cam. I thought you were, I thought you were gonna say pizza. You're gonna run in and take Sam's <laughs> Thanksgiving pizza. Pizza. <laughs> no. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. I forgot he was choosing that. Oh gosh. Okay, so I I'm getting a lot of my favorites. I'm getting a lot of my favorites. This is one that my family does. I know we're not the only family that does it. But my family also always it. has a ham to supplement the turkey. Oh, uh, usually a honey glazed ham. So I am going to select ham with my for my fourth and final choice. All right, Justin, you, you get guess, the last pick. I guess James and I are having vegetarian Thanksgivings. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, I'm gonna do. I'm, I'm a Scandinavian. I'm a proud Norwegian. Uh, I'm gonna do lefse. So that is, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a pancake kind of like tortilla looking thing. It's made of potatoes. Uh, it was just an excuse to slather it in butter and sugar and eat it with my <laughs> yeah. food. So lefse with sugar is, is, uh, is my last pick. So, so quick question guys, cause this was my debate. Like 
instead of peak empire was also thinking brussels sprouts is that something that you guys do a lot or yeah people do that yeah a lot of people take thanksgiving as kind of like a a eat tr- like eat all the trash you want you know and i think that some people might think that brussels sprouts are just a little too healthy but just covered yeah. in bacon yeah, yeah that, that's the one I found was honey and, honey and bacon covered yes. Brussels sprouts. Yes. That's yeah. how you make it at Thanksgiving. Yeah. Don't just say Brussels sprouts, right? You got to say Brussels sprouts <laughs> covered in bacon. All right. So the final lineups. So Justin, green bean casserole, mashed potatoes, sweet potatoes, and lefsa. Sam with turkey, stuffing, apple pie, and ham. I, I won, right? You got to put gravy with mashed potatoes. Mashed gravy potatoes and gravy. You are right. Mashed potatoes and gravy. It has to be both. And then James with pumpkin pie, mac and cheese, cranberry sauce, and pecan pie. So, again, Spotify go. listeners, weigh in. Spotify listeners, you can weigh in on Spotify. There's a poll. Pot on you loons listeners, just uh, go to Twitter or whatever it's called now. Tell us why. And I anybody want. that votes on this, please comment with what your favorite thing is, especially if oh, it's yeah. something that we didn't say because... As James told us, like he got to experience that there is a a ton of food that's considered Thanksgiving food. So we'd yep. love to hear what your favorites are as well. So, so many. We didn't do like, any hors d'oeuvres. Like deviled eggs? I house deviled eggs oh, on Thanksgiving, gross. man. Oh, man. Like, the amount of <laughs> casseroles you guys do is ridiculous. Like, why do you need so many casseroles? I mean, like Chex Mix? Chex Mix? No one picked Chex Mix? I was close to taking Chex Mix with pick four. I would not have. I would have not contested you for that pick. Oh man, clearly. All right, guys, I gotta go pick up my kid. Peace out. Pot on you nerds and pot on you loons. Yeah, everybody, make a hand turkey and take a nap. Yeah, yeah. Peace out. Pot on you nerds. Pot on you loons. Happy Thanksgiving. Remember Happy what you're thankful Thanksgiving. for. I'm thankful for you too. No, I was just gonna say that. <laughs> Thank you guys. Oh, you guys. All right. All right. We'll see you later. Bye.